Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Oh man, <laughs> times have changed since the last episode. I think、um, currently we're still in lockdown after a month, but、um, we're not seeing any improvement in the numbers. The COVID cases are still hovering around six thousand. In fact, the are not the infectivity rate of COVID has increased、um, during lockdown. So you know, if you look at the numbers, it's safe to say the lockdown is not working, and you know, bordering to failure. I would say,、um, not to sound so critical, but I think everyone feels that it's pointless just staying home, pointless having all these places closed if we can't achieve the desired result, right? So, man, it's it's been a a tough couple of weeks、uh, for me personally, and also I'm sure for a lot of businesses as well. Who are closed for the last month, and、um, what makes it even more depressing is that we're seeing other countries、um, opening up slowly,、um, vaccinating quickly, and things are starting to go back to normal for those countries,、um, especially in Europe and America,、um, mainly due to vaccine inequity and you know、um, the unfairness of how. Vaccines are allocated to the rich countries, but、um, you know it is definitely painful to see other countries doing so much better than than us. So, you know,、um, today's episode、um, on that backdrop, I think, will be based on trying to keep your head up, chin up,、um, even though the situation is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly tough.、Uh, we're seeing a spike in suicide cases as well. Um, as well as、um, depression-related cases, and you know, I、uh, wanna be upfront here in public. You know, depression does affect me, does affect、um, my friends, does affect my family. You know, in many ways, and this lockdown and this situation is definitely exacerbating the whole、um, road to depression. It's very scary for a lot of people who don't have the mental strength. And I myself also struggle with it. I myself struggle with、um, trying to maintain a positive outlook all the time, lah. And、um, I think 2020 things were still. Everyone sort of saw this as it, it was still pretty interesting, lah. We never had a pandemic before, so we always thought, okay, you know, we will just stick around and and see what happens and try to be compliant and try to see the cases down, lah. To to see. Cases improve and and hopefully, you know, after a few lockdowns, everything will go back to normal.、Uh, but it never came. The day never came, and it kept getting worse and worse. And we had many ups and downs. We would see improvement in、um, COVID cases and the reopening of the economy, but then suddenly we'll see a big spike, and then it goes to lockdown again. So I think that has contributed significantly to the public's anxiety to people who, especially people who have. Um, no money and no financial security. It's it's very very scary for a lot of people, and it's very sad to see suicide cases go up. You know, you must be extremely desperate to to end your life, and desperately sad. Um, so that makes me very sad. makes makes me very. Uh, it's a very sobering thought. Um, so you know, I think this episode, we we just want to make sure that everyone listening, um, basically can feel like they're not alone. You know, I'm putting it out there that I also feel affected. I feel severely affected this year versus last year.、Um, I feel very、uh, hopeless and、um, not able to control and plan 
a week ahead nowadays, right? It's my my life is very short sighted for now. I'm just focusing a lot on um, making sure that my priorities are um, being kept. Uh, my responsibilities are being done as a son, as a brother, as a boyfriend, as a friend, um, as an uncle. So you know, I feel, I, I just feel that we just have to do the best we can with the current situation right now. And I know it, it really sucks. You know, I also hate hearing people telling me, you know, don't worry, stick, um, uh, keep your chin up, your head up. Eventually, it will pass, and it doesn't ever pass, right? It's extremely, extremely depressing. Um, but I think if we can just all admit that we need a new um approach to stopping the the COVID cases from spiking, uh, we need to help people around us. There's a very nice movement happening online called the white flag movement or bandera bute um, telling people to be upfront and tell us tell tell the public that you're suffering or you're struggling and the public will work together and the rakyat jaga rakyat hashtag has been trending as well telling people that you know we want to help each other regardless of your race and, and income etc so I think that's very nice I think that's an indication that the people always um, look out for each other and we don't necessarily need the hand of government to tell us what to do and and to tell us how to live. So, um, I don't want to turn this episode to to be a bashing on the government or anything like that. You know, I always want to be very political and I want to be as objective as possible. But I'm struggling to stay that way mainly because I see so many um, inefficiencies and so many uh, wrong moves uh, that the government has made. Firstly, I think in terms of the the lockdown procedure, it's not as strict as as it's supposed to be, and it's not targeted. Um, you end up closing a lot of shops that won't contribute to clusters. You you close down a lot of businesses that do not directly contribute to COVID nineteen cases. Right? We're not targeted enough. We're just closing everything and only opening certain essential services, essential goods. Um, and then you allow other people to just try to apply and, and, and hope to stay open, right? And I don't know, I just feel like it's not targeted enough. We, for me, you should be looking at all the clusters happening in, in the country right now. Group them into an industry or a category, a business industry. And then um, target specific um, companies or specific um, factories, dormitories, locations. And I think the government's actually doing that already, but it's not targeted enough because we're not also distinguishing distinguishing that uh, between people who are vaccinated and non-vaccinated. People who are fully vaccinated are still stuck at home, even technically there's no risk to them. Um, as long as they're fully immunized, they're protected against the virus, you know, 89%, 90%, whatever. But they're forced to stay home, they're forced to work from home, they're forced to not be able to go out. So there's no incentive for people to get vaccinated as well, right? You should be allowing vaccinated people to to go back to you know go back to normal, have their lives turn back to normal. And also, I think in general the the lockdown has not been enforced properly because you still see um, cars on the road, you still see um, companies operating, their offices are are still open. And you're still seeing um, non-compliance by, you know, politicians and also 
um, celebrities or whatever you want to call them, and also normal people, right? We we still see that, and I feel like there's this big, um, there's this big fight or tension between the the ordinary guy on the ground and also the elite, uh, because the elite tend to be able to get a get away with a lot of things, and a lot of people on the ground are just frustrated, lah. They're just saying that you know, my life is being affected, but. These guys are just ignoring the guy on the ground. So I think there's a big disconnect between the elite and also the people who are struggling on the ground. And um, yeah, and then the second thing will be the vaccination thing. You know, we need to be able to show there is a big incentive to be vaccinated, um, so that you can convince anti-vaxxers, allow vaccinated people to travel interstate or travel into district, allow vaccinated people to. Um, you know, go to certain businesses, open up the businesses, and allow vaccinated people to go go to those places because technically there's no risk of um, there's no risk of them creating a cluster there if everyone there is vaccinated, right? So I think you know, businesses should be allowed to open, but there should be some kind of filter through um, vaccinated and unvaccinated people, right? So I think once we hit a solid number of vaccination rate throughout the whole country, that will be a good filter um, to allow businesses to breathe allow business people to to participate again in the economy it's very sad to see restaurants and and so many other companies closing down because of the lockdown and you know to no fault of their own it's mainly because of poor enforcement and um, non-targeted um, strategies right it's always such a blanket um, strategy and a lot of people fall through the cracks a lot of people um, find themselves being dragged into a situation that was not their fault, right? So I I, I do believe that um, there needs to be some kind of change in the way the government polices the um, movements of people. There is there must be a distinguish um, that there must be a there must be a difference that's. Um, set out that that's confirmed when you they look at vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Um, the vaccination rates, of course, is improving, is doing good, um, but it has to be consistent all the time. People have to, they need to remove the bureaucracy in in certain areas where it's hard for people to register and it's hard for people to follow appointment dates and times due to transportation logistical um, problems. So for me, you know, I would if if I was a Policymaker, or if I was a minister, lah, you know, let, let me fantasize a bit. On the vaccination part, I would just allow everyone that wants to get vaccinated should be able to get vaccinated, subject to the stock of the vaccine. Um, currently, there's a lot of you know steps they have to go through. They have to register and then wait for um, an appointment. So it's very difficult for them to have control over their future. Very hard for them to control of. Um, when and how they can get vaccinated and then that sucks because it makes it increases the anxiety of the public so I think if stocks are there and there's plenty to go around uh, obviously it depends on the timing of the delivery but if there's plenty to go around I think you definitely should just open up the PPVs allow the guys everyone to come whoever um, and then tell them okay today we have 100,000 vaccines to be administered in this area in this location um, and if you guys want to get vaccinated, come. If you guys are late, you will not get it. So you you sort of empower people to have control over whether they get vaccinated or not instead of you know letting them sit at home, 
not being able to do anything, powerless, wait, waiting for an appointment. Um, so that would be something you know I would do. I I hope the government is is thinking about that. Um, and you know I think more and more people will not need to look at the COVID cases numbers anymore if the population is vaccinated enough. Um, because you know even if you're vaccinated and you're infected by COVID nineteen, it's technically like another cold. It's technically like another fever. Right, it's not gonna threaten your life, and it, even if you infect other people with it, it's just like how you infect other people with an ordinary general flu, a common cold, for example. Right, people won't die from it. You know, you might they might get it, but they won't die, and uh, it's not gonna be life threatening. So that's the point of the vaccine is to normalize COVID to become a sort of common cold, common fever, um, some issue lah for for people. So, um, I think. We really, really need um, to push our vaccination rates as fast as we can. I think the government has already done that. Uh, we need to have targeted enforcement. We need to uh, be able to allow businesses to open um, and operate on, on an SOP that is very, very strict and very, very targeted. Perhaps more to more favorable to people who are vaccinated. And you know, may, there may be ethical issues that come up from this, but you know, honestly, there's no other way. You know, how are we gonna? You know, we're gonna keep businesses closed for how many months? Everyone's gonna fold. Everyone's gonna, you know, you, how much cash can you throw at people hoping that they survive? How much, how long can you give them a moratorium for for them to survive? Eventually, everyone will crumble, right? And it's been almost two years already. So, you know, I think there should be a reopening of of businesses, but allow you have to change the filter of who comes and who's allowed to come, who's allowed, um, who's not allowed to come. Um, so vaccinated people should be able to have free reign to come all the time, but maybe unvaccinated people they have to, you know, go through some kind of stringent process um, in order for them to come and attend an event or go to a mall. You know, there there needs to be to have higher um, SOPs. So for me, also look at which areas give you the most clusters, lah. So now you're closing everything. Um, but for example, I don't think you get many clusters in um, a fast food chain. You know, is I've never heard of one, and it's very unlikely because people just touch and go, come in, pay and get out, and take away. And even if they sit, you know, you can have SOPs where they sit far from each other and allow them to eat. I don't see many clusters in in places um, that they that people eat lah. So. Perhaps we could we should open dining even though cases are up. But you know we should open dining and allow vaccinated people to go and dine in. Um, you know at least one dose, right? As we vaccinate the population, people should be allowed to go out. Vaccinated people should have this privilege to go out and eat, uh, dine in. Um, I think vaccinated people should be able to go and um, play um, group sports, futsal, you know whatever lah, basketball, as long as the group is vaccinated. There's no issue. There's no risk of infecting other people. Um, their needs, you know, I think vaccinated people should be able to travel into district, boost the tourism sector again, intersect, interstate, international, whatever lah, right? Technically, there's this the millions of people who have had sec two doses already so far should be able to move. Uh, I mean, should be able to travel already, right? So we need to push forward to create this um, light at the end of the tunnel. In my opinion, we cannot be making everyone doom and gloom and 
you know even though you're fully vaccinated you can't do anything still you just have to wait and uh, it's it's just not nice lah. I think the anxiety will just increase and subsequently your suicides and all that lah. so I think there needs to be a major major rethink of of the entire um, COVID policy the entire SOP um, the entire vaccination process as well there needs to be something that's a bit more nimble less bureaucracy and I'm worried I'm very worried that this crisis has exposed the inefficiencies of government and inefficiencies of um, how how systems are run right so I'm very worried that this will be a recurring theme and obviously I'm proud of the country I want things to be better and I hope things do get better so yeah I think that's some of the topics that we've um, run through today explored today there needs to be a major rethink and stay safe guys but let's keep pushing the people in power to, to try and do something different and try to improve our lives together